When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Let's get back to more Mark Crody on Sports Radio 670, The Score. We are definitely talking about the Chicago Cubs and a 5-0 win over the San Francisco Giants today featuring Justin Steele's performance. Eight innings, shutout style, struck out 12, and they all felt huge because this was a close game for a lot of this game. Walked a couple of guys, allowing just two hits on the way. Steele was superb. Seiya Suzuki continues his turnaround, a home run, an RBI double. Uh, fielder's choice, RBI, and he was going up against a formidable opponent mound-wise, and that was Logan Webb. So just a good, clean win for the Cubs today to get them back to 10 games over 500, and a completely improbable regular season continues for the Cubs. Unprecedented for the Cubs, anyway. The first Cubs team, 2023 Cubs, first team in franchise history to go over five or 10 games over 500 after being 10 games under 500 really has been miraculous and obviously highly entertaining. It's nice to see the Cubs in the last couple of days anyway actually scoring some late runs to allow Cubs fans to breathe a little bit, to allow the bullpen to breathe a little bit. 15 to 7 yesterday and 5 to nothing yesterday or today. It just feels like most games this year, or since the games became of consequence, since we all started to pay attention again, they have been one or two run games. I mean, I think there was a streak of games very recently where I think it was around 10 games that were all 10 straight games that were all decided by two runs, one or two runs, which is just that is a stressful way to live. But as long as the majority of them are wins, and your heart can handle it, and you could look at it just objectively enough to say that's entertaining baseball, then I suppose it's it's okay. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. Who do you give the most credit for this to this Cubs turnaround? I'm giving it to Jed Hoyer. A lot of candidates though. And that's why I'm throwing the question out there. I've gotten a lot of good answers and a lot of good calls today. 312-644-6767. We will talk Bears. I'll tell you some of the, the hits from the day and what I am thinking about the Green Bay game in just a little bit. And before Chicago takes on Green Bay in the season opener, tune in Sunday morning from 9 to noon for the PNC Bank pregame show presented by your local Ford dealers and Fox Valley Coins. Molly, Olin Krutz, and Patrick Manley will get you set for the Week 1 showdown. Then immediately following the game, we will have the great Clips postgame show presented by Tullamore Dew. Molly, Olin Krutz, and Patrick Manley will have 
instant reaction, reaction, reaction to the season opener. All of it can be heard on 670 The Score and the free Odyssey app. Beverly is in one of my top favorite towns, LaPorte, Indiana. Hello, Beverly. Hello, Mark. Um, first, I have a couple points. The first one is I believe, give credit to Jed Hoyer for bringing this group together, for one, and not trading them at the deadline. Uh, and I just think they're on a roll. But let me tell you, two years ago, I went up there with 10 other people, 11 of us, to see the Cubs play before they traded off our core group the Sunday before they were traded off. And they won. And uh, But... Last year, I didn't get to go up to see the Cubs at all. Mm. I had some health problems, and I had open-heart surgery on November 11th. When I was recovering and we got together for Christmas, I asked my family if they would consider for my 80th birthday, which was August 23rd of this year, if we could, as many could go up to see the Cubs play as possible. August 5th, 14 of us went up to see the Cubs play. And that was the day after Atlanta really skunked us mm. on Friday the 4th. Right. We were there on the 5th, and we won. Yes. And I think that was another turning point. That's a great call. With them. Spot on. Yeah, because they won the next two games, right, Beverly? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. And uh, Assad was really great, but the the uh, bullpen really came alive, and Alzali has, has been doing a tremendous job. I know he blew a couple, but I'm hoping that he'll get his confidence back, but Keeping Judd Hoyer, keeping this group together, I think is wonderful uh, that they did that. And uh, because, uh, oh, another thing. Every year before the season, I ask my family on the text uh, to predict how many wins we were going to have. Well, I predicted the highest. Nice. 93 wins. Wow. And the lowest was 80 uh, of the 12 that uh, gave me my predictions. I think if Bellinger wouldn't have been on the injured list the, uh, the week that he was, maybe we would be closer to 93 right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're spinning but for yourself, I'm Beverly. Hopeful, <laughs> I'm hopeful that we'll do, we'll do really well. Oh, man. Uh, I have something on my bucket list, Mark. Okay. Uh, the next time you're in beautiful Laporte, Indiana, uh-huh. I would like to meet you. I'm 80 years old, uh-huh. so I'm not a threat, you know. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I would like to meet you and tell you more about this uh, wonderful city of uh, Laporte, you know, Indiana. You know what, Beverly? I will probably be in Laporte, Indiana next year as well with my college buddies, and I will, I I will, know. See, I will I know. seek you out. So next time, I'm, you know, as it gets closer – 
Let's talk, okay? Okay. All right, that Beverly. That sounds great. Beverly, and I-, I miss you being on the uh, uh, pregame, postgame, like you were uh, well, you were in 2016 and that. So, oh, thank you, Beverly. Um, I, I miss I- you doing that. So, uh, But uh, it's it's going good, and, of course, Pat Hughes and Ron Coomer are hey, wonderful, Hey, Beverly, really, really so. quickly, are you doing okay, the recovery from open-heart surgery? I mean, that's heavy duty, Beverly. Well, yes, I had uh, some complications, and I uh, was down for uh, three months after Christmas. It was the infection in the my chest cavity, mm. but uh, I had to have uh, infusions every day, seven days a week for six weeks, but we got the infection cleared up. I didn't have to be opened up anymore. Oh, good. Well, so God, I am doing well, great. and I went through cardiac rehab. I'm doing fine, Mark. Thank hey, you. All right, Thank Beverly. Thank you so much for asking, and sure. I love the Cubs. All right, my Beverly. My first time there, my first time to watch the Cubs, I was in junior high school. My sister and brother-in-law took me up there, uh, and uh, it was uh, in the 50s late 50s it was a wonderful time and i have come up gone up as much as i can but uh uh i just i lo- listen to i prefer listening to the cubs game instead of watching oh, I listen god, to them god bless every, you every game because you get so much information yeah. oh absolutely well, the, the hall of famer calling the games beverly thank you so much for the call, it's great to hear your voice, and uh, yeah, I would not rule it out. You know, I'll be in Laporte next year, so so we shall see. It's really a great point by Beverly. That Atlanta game, like that, was one of the first like true because I think before the Atlanta series, hadn't that been the Sox series and like a couple of cupcakes? And I think that the Atlanta series revived whatever whatever you needed from the Cubs in terms of beating a real team. That was accomplished in that series because, yeah, they they got thumped in that first game, if I remember correctly. But I'll be damned if they didn't come back and win the next two games in really strong fashion. And, again, that is just one of the symbolic things about this Cubs team this year, that when you think they're they're down, they're not. Those horrible, fill-in-your-adjective losses. Maybe the maybe the two worst losses of the season relative to where we are right now were the, the two walk-off losses in Cincinnati. They make good yesterday in a weird game, win 15-7, to and then they, they win this game today over San Francisco, and now it feels like those games didn't even happen. I mean, we're mentioning them because it, it's definitely a good reference point, but now it feels like it didn't even happen. So that's a that's a great point to bring that up. There are many moments like that throughout the season where, like, okay, if this didn't happen or that did happen, and that's why the Cubs are where they are. Somebody was asking about uh, Alexander Canario. Has he gotten? Has he even had an at bat yet? I don't think he's had an at bat yet. I don't believe he has. I do have more faith in him than I did in Caleb Killian. And the only reason I put those two together is because both of those guys were parts for the the Chris Bryant trade to San Francisco. So I, yeah, and and he's not had this. Whenever it happens, I think we would know. I think if Canario had had an at bat, I would know right now because it would have been he has not had an at bat. So in other words, Alexander Canario has not had a single major league at bat yet. His next 
at bat with the Cubs would be his first in Major League Baseball, assuming that he does eventually get it. So maybe maybe like a good seventeen to nothing game, you put Canario in there and and see what he can do. Let's go to JD on the north side. Hello, JD, you're on the score. Hey, how's it going, Mark? Great, JD. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Good. Um, yeah, hey, I mean, obviously love the show and just uh there's a lot to credit for sure to this turnaround and uh I definitely uh am not as uh concerned as I was just with some of uh you know, I, I think all season really the bats weren't an issue or uh um it was kinda of more the bullpen, but question I have for you just moving forward, uh this next month is um, what do you hope to see personally as we're trying to make a run towards, uh, you know, these wild card spots or catch mm-hmm. up to the Brewers? Yeah. Uh, as, as we start to ease, you know, yesterday with the news with Stroman, I mean, he was just so on and dealing the yeah. whole year yeah. until the All-Star break. And then you could tell, you know, his hamstring was just not, you know, not where it was. But what do you uh, what are you hoping to see, I guess, for him and maybe some of these bullpen starts or just to even ease him back in because – I mean, like I've been telling my friends, you know, uh, when the Cubs had, you know, obviously 2015, 2016, 17 years were great with everyone. Yeah. But if you got a one-two punch and, you know, like they had Ariad and Lester back then. But yeah. now, I mean, Steele and Stroman, like that is, that can take you places. You know what I mean? No doubt, man. Thanks for the call. It's a good one. We haven't even mentioned Marcus Stroman today. Imagine if the Cubs had Marcus Stroman throughout all of this. Now, Stroman, before he got – or before he went on the injured list, we don't know exactly when he was injured because it's a secret, apparently. Yeah, but the, like the Strowman's being like the Cubs or the Bears with all this stuff, but like he was bad for a while. I mean, four or five starts where Strowman was not looking good, and I'd like to think that it was the injury. I hope. I mean, we always want to give players the benefit of the doubt when they're going when we, when they are all star cal. Well, he was an all star, and then they all of a sudden start to sink. That That is what was going on with him. That's why some doubted, including me, to some degree, that the guy was even hurt. Was it just a classic, let's put him on the injured list, let's get him right, let's miss a couple starts, and now he's nowhere to be seen. So I am just going, just based on the reports that I read and hear from the beat reporters, the people that cover the team every single day, it's very mysterious, and it doesn't sound like he's he's coming back. You know what it has shades of, unfortunately, and I don't expect the same fate for Marcus Stroman. It has shades of Lonzo Ball. Like you just don't know what really happened. You don't know how long he's. You keep thinking he's going to come back, and then he didn't. And now you're like, okay, he's going to probably be out for the. Really, he's going to be out the rest of the season. So that went through my head. And again, it's not going to have the tragic, what I feel like is a tragic ending for Lonzo Ball. I don't think, you know, I think Stroman will probably be fine with, I mean, do people even talk about Stroman coming back to the Cubs next year? I mean, that that seems dead in the water, but who knows? I mean, who knows? I mean, even though he did struggle mightily before he went on the injured list, he, he had a great season with the Cubs. Now, to the caller's question on what I would like to see, Two things like go through my head right now. One of them is get Edward Alzali right. He's been struggling a little bit, and I believe he will. He doesn't seem like the type of guy who would melt and just continue on this trajectory. Save or closers blow games, but he's got to get back on track very quickly. So I'd like to see that. And then the obvious one is, you know, based on the Stroman conversation, is Jamison Tyone, who continues to give up early runs and really, really hurt the Cubs' chances going on in a game. You know, always hear give the team a chance to win. 
Jamison Tyone has not been putting the Cubs in a good position to win games. You know, Leo, do we have the the Ron Coomer from the other day? Can we, can we do that right now? Because this was before his start yesterday where he gave up the early runs again, eventually settled down. But I, this has been on my mind. I know Cubs fans, it's been on your mind. You may be skeptical and cynical, and obviously you will hear from the question that I'm about to ask Ron Coomer. I am, but maybe Coom can make you feel better. Coom, I want to talk a little bit about the, the starting staff, and obviously Justin Steele and Kyle Hendricks, I got no concerns there, but with Stroman down, you know, we talked about Jordan Wicks hopefully maybe stepping up, but nobody can just sit here and assume that he is going to be the key to your down-the-stretch pitching or even in the postseason if the Cubs get there. Can you make me feel better about Jamison Tyone being that guy? I can, yes. I, I'm a fan of Tyone. Um, early in the season, they – you know, they, they really all collectively, they tried to, you know, take a step forward from what he did last year, which he was 14 and seven or eight or something like that with the Yankees. And they tried to add, add a pitch, which did not work out. And he got killed by not having command of that pitch in the strike zone, not out of the strike zone, but in the strike zone, way too many pitches in the middle of the plate. And he paid the price for it. It seemed like every time. And with throwing that cutter, then he lost his curveball. He really didn't have the same breaking pitch that he did a year before. And in that game right before the or before the All-Star break in Yankee Stadium, you know, they had kind of gotten away from what he was doing early in the season um, and got back to what he was doing with the Yankees. And I, I, I like that progression. He's really pitched some good games. You know, and since the All-Star break, his, his ERA is much better, much more what you think. I, I, I'm a fan. I, I feel like he's going to be a guy we're going to be able to count on here going down the stretch. Good fastball, good tilt on his fastball. And if he can pitch ahead and account with this heater, he's going to be just fine. I trust in Coombe. I, I don't know if I'm there yet, especially based on his performance yesterday. But they need him badly. And who, and who knows? Maybe... Maybe just put Jordan Wicks in the pile of Cubs players this year that you didn't necessarily think you would get big-time stuff out of, and you'll get big-time stuff out. Because you didn't. These first two starts for Jordan Wicks, those are big-time, man. I mean, that's those are pitching performances when it counts. You know, one of them against the Pirates, say whatever you want because it's the Pirates – but this is big league baseball, and that was his debut, and he struck out nine over 80 pitches and then pitched very well against the Reds as well. So that that's yet another guy, another revelation, as so many players on this team have been, whether it's Bellinger or the guy that pitched eight shutout innings today, Justin Steele. We've mentioned Nick Madrigal a few times. Like, he's helping you right now. Nick Madrigal, you know what Nick Madrigal was until now? He was a project. He was a project that they were the Cubs were allowing him to learn at the big league level. They obviously sent him back down, tuned him up a little bit. Hey, we're going to tune this guy up. Then they bring him back. And, you know, he started a double play today in the eighth inning that may have been the biggest defensive play in the game after Justin Steele walks the leadoff guys 3-0 and then – Steele gets Casey Schmidt to hit into the double play. So he's been a steady performer at third base. 
had a big two-run hit in the game yesterday. And, hey, man, he's still got that that one trick that Nick Madrigal has always had. He still has, and that's the man makes contact and he does not strike out a lot. I think he's third least, I think, in of qualifiers in Major League Baseball this year. So he's got all the tricks still, and it seems like the Cubs are smoothing out the edges to some degree. 312-644-6767 if you want to talk Cubs and who you give the most credit for the turnaround. We definitely will continue to entertain them because it's just big stuff. And and we will start to get into the Chicago Bears as well because they open up, man. I was at Hallis Hall today for the first practice of the real season. Thursday is when football actually starts. That's when you will see the Lions go to 0-1 on the season when they go to the Chiefs. So all that Lions momentum will come to a halt on Thursday. I'm Mark Grody. This is Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up. Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. Instacart for the win. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Let's get back to more Mark Crody on Sports Radio 670, The Score. Heatway is freaking you out. I mean, I don't know that like 90s and 100 is necessary. Love a good warm summer. And of course, yes, we're going to hate when it's cold, but eh, I've just never seen that as, uh, especially in a geography that uh, has humidity. We don't need it. Mark Rody, 312-644-6767. Gonna talk Bears here in just a second. We're gonna hear from Jaquan Brisker. Got a few cuts from Brisker. I haven't heard Brisker yet today, and I'll tell you about that in just a second. And we'll get into the Bears. Let's let's wrap up some of the Cubs stuff, though, starting with Pete in Sioux City, Iowa. How you doing, Pete? 
Hi, Mr. Grody. Great to, great to hear you. Happy Labor Day. Thank you. Happy Labor Day to you, too. Hey, just a few things. Uh, I was uh, proposed in Wrigley Field in 1995, was married in center field in 1996. Harry talked about us four times on the broadcast <laughs> on the 17th. Everyone, everyone to go back and look at people. Pete loves Amy on there. Um, Congratulations, hey, uh, we'll Peter. We'll be okay this year because uh, an homage and prayers out to Buffett's family, but we got an angel in the outfield now, so looks like a World Series win this year with Ooh. Jimmy out there playing center for us too. Um, okay. So last thing, or last couple things, uh, you know, we're a MLB network place, but because we're in Sioux City, just wonder if you'd advocate for us. We're eight hours away and we're blacked out, so Ridiculous. we never get to see those. So if you tell, if you tell Pat and Coom. Um, love those guys. Listen to them forever. But instead of talking about North Shore diapers, make sure they tell us the score once in a while. And then uh, last thing is just wondering your thoughts on uh, Wisdom and Master Boney. Maybe get Canario and Mervis and maybe PCA up. Uh, see if maybe uh, they can give us a little bit more more offense. But uh, I'll get off now. Hey, love listening to you, Mr. Grody. Again, happy Labor Day and great out there, all the Cubs fans and Bears 24-10 on Sunday. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I think Pat and Ron give the score plenty. That Pat's a pro. He's a Hall of Famer. Come on. The North Shore diapers thing. I often hear I often hear a, a tinge of sarcasm and laughter when that's when that's happening. But uh, I think that's pretty well out there. Yeah, Patrick uh, Wisdom. I do love a good Patrick Wisdom home run, but I think that we've just about run out on Patrick Wisdom. Like it, it's been a good. It, it is a good story. And he's been a good Cub, but I don't know that he's part of the the future. I'd almost forgotten about Matt Mervis, but Matt Mervis is still there. Yeah, he is definitely somebody to get excited about. Alexander Canario is on the roster now, and hopefully we will see him get into bat in the regular season. I mean, I don't blame David Ross for not playing him or putting him in right now. I wouldn't want to either. I mean, he, I mean maybe. I mean, he, the guy was crushing the baseball at AAA for sure. I get why they, that why he's here. But in, in this situation, you got to really pick your spots for a guy who's never taken a swing at the major league level. But as I said earlier, I do have a little bit more hope for him than Caleb Killian, who also was part of the Chris Bryant trade in uh, San Francisco. But thanks for the call, Pete. Appreciate it. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. Oh yeah. Let's, let me just read a few of these text messages here. It was uh, in an athletic article a couple months ago. Since it's PJ week, it's present tense, basically. Jake and Evanston. Yeah, I'll be I'll be at the Pearl Jam concert tomorrow. Um, from the two two four, I had to hang up, unfortunately. But Dansby Swanson changed the narrative in the locker room and the front office. That's a good call. Like we talked about, who is most responsible for this Cubs turnaround? Now, I know Dansby Swanson has been in a mighty slump recently, but he continues to play exemplary defense, and he's been my favorite player on the Cubs this year. And I know the answer to that question is, like, who's your favorite? Like, Cody Bellinger is your favorite player, and I get it, and I understand, but I do like the way Dansby Swanson uh, played baseball for or plays baseball for sure. This one is interesting from the 408. Great job, Grody. Okay, you're onto something there, but... Then he says, Jay Steele is a better pitcher than John Lester. Now, I know I've been wrong about Justin Steele, but I am not going to tell anybody that he is a better pitcher than John Lester. The resume is slightly heftier for John Lester than it is Justin Steele. Now, are there similarities between those two? A hundred percent. 
that is a good comp for Justin Steele, but no, no. I, and I don't even think that the texter actually thinks that. I'd be really surprised. Um, 815, Mark Leiter is the biggest wink link at the back end of the bullpen. He blew it in Game 3 in Milwaukee series and was responsible for the blown Game 2 on Friday Cincinnati. Um, he got no one out. He has only one pitch. That's a good call, man. I mean, has has in that one pitch, it is starting to wear thin, the, the split. The old, you know it's coming, can you hit it? And lately they are hitting it. So, And it's, you know... I, Mark Leiter has been terrific for the Cubs this year, but he has been slumping, and he's a guy that the Cubs can give themselves a pat on the back for getting as much as they have out of him, and hopefully he will start to turn things around again. But, yeah, the, the bullpen is definitely an area you got to keep an eye on and how much they are taxed. Hell, I mean, I think the same thing about Justin Steele, but he seems to just be pounding right through it, man. I mean, I was worried about that today with him. When he had 100 pitches, I was like, oh, no, maybe get him out of there. And, and you know, they did because I thought maybe they would keep him in for the for the ninth, but they did not, and he goes eight strong and struck out 12. Let's get into the Bears here, shall we? 312-644-6767 if you want to talk Bears. And I will, it, I, I will not not take your Cubs calls. If you want to talk Cubs, it's absolutely fine. It's a holiday. But before Chicago takes on Green Bay in the season opener, tune in Sunday morning from 9 to noon for the PNC Bank pregame show presented by your local Ford dealers and Fox Valley Coins. Molly, Olin Krutz, and Patrick Manley will get you set for week one. Excuse me, the week one showdown. Then immediately following the game, we'll have the great Clips postgame show presented by Tullamore Dew. Molly, Olin Krutz, and Patrick Manley will have instant reaction to the season opener. All of it can be heard on 670 The Score and the free Odyssey app. Well, I actually do think it is apropos to refer to it as a showdown. I also think that this season opener for the Chicago Bears against the Green Bay Packers is an absolute must-win for the Bears for so many reasons. And I know we misuse must-win and what a must-win really is. I'm sorry. This is a must-win for the Chicago Bears. I mean, you could start with the fact that the Bears lost 10 straight games to end their season last year. You can't start the season by tacking on a loss to pick up from where you left off last year. The big reasons for it being a must-win. And then you could go to the division factor of it. It's Justin Fields versus Jordan Love. Finally, there has there's been a break, we think, I assume, in the Hall of Fame trajectories of Green Bay quarterbacks. One is already in. His name is Brett Favre. Another one will eventually be in after he finally stops playing, and that's Aaron Rodgers. And if you want to talk about Bart Starr before that, a lot of people want to talk about Lynn Dickey, too, for some reason. But if you really want to go with that, so can you imagine if Jordan Love outplays Justin Fields and the Bears in week one? I am completely comfortable in referring to this as an absolute must-win for the Chicago Bears. It's at Soldier Field. Expectations are way higher from Bears fans, from the Bears fans that I speak to and see on the text line and see on my Twitter timeline that most people are, and I I have no problem with this, Bears fans. Most Bears fans 
are not willing to accept that this is going to be a three or four or five more win season. That's not what you're thinking. Maybe you were thinking, I mean, it's a rational thought process to think, yeah, just, just a few more wins. I mean, you only won three games last year. You lost 10 in a row. I'll take six or seven wins. Nope. Nope. That's not the way. Because if the Bears start the season one and five, you're not going to be saying, well, they just get to six wins this year, which they still can't. You know, look at the schedule, and they can still get to six wins. If that is the case, um, you are not going to be happy at all. And if the Bears lose this game in week one to Jordan Love, and the Packers, it's going to be something of a sports civic tragedy. <laughs> For different reasons, comparable to what went down in 2019. After the great season of 2018, the Bears opened the season against the Green Bay Packers. There was a parade on Michigan Avenue or something that day. I thought my neighbor Chance the Rapper was going to do like a pop-up concert. Those are the vibes I was getting from down the block. But that never happened. But it was but it was like that, symbolic of it all, that coming off that season, here comes Aaron. The Bear, remember in 2018? Remember how they ended that season? They clinched the division against the Green Bay Packers at Soldier. I was there on the sideline. They clinched it. It was so perfect. And, and then obviously you had, again, sports tragedy – on the double doink and all of that in the playoff game, but that did not quell the collective enthusiasm that existed in this town. And then they laid an absolute egg. They were they were booing in the was it the first quarter? I think it was the first quarter of that game. I'm on the sideline. Mitch Trubisky is quarterbacking. The Bears are three and out, three and out. The boos start, and I'm just like, oh my god! After all this build up to this, the Bears are back and they got no offense so you just cannot have a repeat of that of the vibe that exists and that the vibe that occurred in 2018 and then just you guys understand what i'm saying you cannot lose to jordan love in week one three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven i'm gonna get into some of the stuff about the the packers and what they look like this year but first let's go to jerry in oak park hello there jerry Let's talk Bears, man. Hey, guys. Yeah, hey, my, my only thought is, you know, we didn't see much adjusted in the preseason. So, you know, flip a coin. Who knows what we're going to get? Did, did Preseason, did he throw one ball over 40 yards? Nope. Um, I'll, well, no, actually he did. You know. There was the play. Thanks, man, Th- Jerry. There was the play with D.J. Moore. Now, that now D.J. Moore, I think, was more responsible for that because he caught it and looked like he was down and then he ran. I think that was a 40-plus yarder. But to your point, yeah, it's kind of like who knows what you're going to get. And typically NFL teams, because of the the abbreviated preseason, that is not just the, the abbreviated preseason because that's only been going down for a couple of years now where they cut off a game. But also teams just, you know, they just don't play their players. So there's a lot of sloppy play early in the season. So if the Bears are going to get wins and beat Green Bay and then at Tampa Bay in the first week, and I know that both those teams are suspect too, you got to you got to get teams early. But everybody's got a little rust. Like like weird things happen in this version of the NFL early in the season just because of the the rust fact. I mean that's real. That stuff is real. I mean that's why that's why I worry about the Bears in general because they've had so many injuries and. 
and you could say, well, they're they're going to be fresh, and that's obviously the idea of so many starters sitting for so many teams. But you can't deny the fact that even if you're sitting and you're healthy, that's a real rust factor. And are you at game speed? And the Bears have had tons of problems injury wise on the offensive line and the defensive line. It's John in Dallas. Hi, John. You're on the score. Hey, Mark. How's it going? Good, John. How are hey. you, man? Uh, I got the Bears. I don't know what the final score going to be, but I got the Bears scoring 28 points. Fields will throw for three touchdowns and run for one. And the only way they lose is the defense let them down. You think the defense will let them down? I don't know. That's what I'm saying that's the only way I can see them losing. Okay. They will score 28 points. Thanks, John. I appreciate the call. I mean, the Bears scored points last year because of Justin Fields, so it's a really a great call and a great point. Will the defense be better? Will they will they not be 31st in the league? Will they not be putrid this year? And there is reason to believe, just with the talent upgrades, where you do have a guy in Yannick Ngakwe who can get to the quarterback. The Bears were so awful at getting to the, to the quarterback last year, but what does – Demarcus Walker have in him. Is he truly ready to go? Because he's barely played in in training camp, let alone the preseason games. I mean, it's just been been bad for him in that regard. So, you know, Rasheem Green, he's had a pretty good camp, but you know, not exactly known as a sack master. You know, we'll see. Is Dominic Robinson? Does does he suddenly turn it on when the season begins? He did not flash enough during preseason or in training camp as well. But, you know, the, the Yannick Ngakwe, that thing is real. Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards, a linebacker, that is absolutely real. And that brings us to Jaquan Brisker in his second year. Is is he real? Is, is, like, is he going to take that next big step? Because he was very good for a rookie last year. But he's been the last guy – the, the last guy on the, the preseason injured list, if you will. We still don't know what is wrong with Jaquan Brisker, but he has been out. I saw him in warm-ups today. I did not get to hear him today because the Cubs game was an hour and 59 minutes, and I was like, oh, crap, I got to get out of here and get back to Chicago and do this radio show. And so while I was driving back, Jaquan Brisker spoke at Hal's Hall and let's let's just start with um, him talking about the injury and um, if he's going to be ready to play. What's going on? What's the injury? What what can you tell us, Jaquan Brisker? You said the injury this time is also the thumb, or um, no? Last year was the thumb. And so, what what is it this time? I'm not going to um, speak on it. So we're not not going to tell us what the injury is if it was a thumb injury, and we really didn't learn a whole lot of anything right there. Um, here's another cut. Again, again, I'm listening to this for the first time as well. So Wednesday is a big day. That That's what Matt Eberflus said. Eberflus, the flu. I was there for the flus today. The flus has been telling us. He's been saying that Wednesday is the big test day for Jaquan Brisker because that's the next time they will put the pads on. Let's see what Jaquan Brisker is saying about Wednesday. What are the benchmarks that you're going to try and hit on Wednesday that will tell you, yeah, I'm going to go for week one? Uh, just really just make sure that I'm still feeling the same. Um, the physicality part, I'm not ever worried about that. I love being physical. 
um, that's nothing. You know, whether it doesn't matter what type of injury it is, um, I'm gonna be physical. You know, um, but everything else, you know, just make sure I could, you know, move and things like that. Um, get back right and and make sure I'm in shape. All right, all right, and I do believe them on this one. Like sometimes we're skeptical about like. Do they, do they actually know? Does Matt Eberflus really know that he's going to play or not play? This is one time where I don't think they know, and I think that they are being real when they say Wednesday is the test day. Matt Eberflus has said that a couple of times now, and I think that will be the case. Get the pads on, take a couple hits, go full speed, see how you feel. If you don't feel right, you ain't going to play. Um, a couple more cuts here. Says he's itching to get back out there. Yeah, I love being out there, especially with my teammates and things like that. Um, so I really just had to lock in, you know, make sure I take, you know, every day, you know, every step, um, make sure I focus on, you know, trying to get back, um, try to move forward every single day. Um, no setbacks. That was a huge thing. Make sure I had no setback. Make sure I come out that uh, I'm feeling full speed. You know, I'm not thinking or um, or anything like that. So I feel like I came back at the right time. And I feel great. So, um, you know, I made sure I was still around my teammates, um, made sure I was still making all the calls and things like that, still working out. So when I'm back, that, um, you know, I, I don't have no setback, um, whether that's in the weight room, you know, on the field, outside the field. So I made sure mentally and physically that I prepared myself. But I, obviously I just couldn't be out there. But, you know, um, no, I feel great. I feel like I haven't missed, really missed a step. I feel like my condition is fine too um, when I was running out there and things like that. So I feel good. Uh, I should be ready to go. Quan Brisker right there. And you know, another reason that you should want him out there is the the depth that safety is a little bit suspect. I like Elijah Hicks. And he got into some games last year that he, you know, that they probably wasn't ideal that he was in there and producing or having to produce as much as he did last year. So he's got some practical experience, but you know, it's like I said, the the depth is suspect at the safety position. Final cut here before we take a break from uh, Jaquan Brisker, Brisker. Can't wait to face Green Bay. Jaquan, I know you want to be out there no matter what, but the fact that it is Green Bay, it's week one, does that add a lot of fuel to your fight? Oh, yeah, it definitely does. I didn't get to play last year, um, the second game here in Chicago, so I didn't really get to feel the vibes. I wasn't even at the stadium, so but now – um, I can't, you know, I, I'm waiting, you know, I'm itching, you know, it's the it's Packers week, so um, I know it's going to be live in the stadium, you know, fans everywhere, you know, it's going to be loud, you know, people hate Green Bay, I hate Green Bay, yeah. so yeah. Uh, it's, I, know, I can't wait, you know, they didn't get to see me last year, they're going to get to see me this year, though. Yeah, oh, yes, goosebumps, man. Just when I was bored with what Jaquan Brisker was, because it's always boring to talk about injuries, and I love Jaquan Brisker, but man, that, the... The fireworks finale. I hate Green Bay. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Jaquan Brisker, man. Let's hope we see that guy out there. Keep an eye out for number nine. I think he's going to play. Because you know why? Because he hates Green Bay. We'll talk more about Bears Packers next on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beauty Rest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required, minimum monthly payment, down payment tax and delivery may be required. See store for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. 
We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. The Cubs' playoff hopes are alive and well. Will they open? Let's get back to more Mark Crody on Sports Radio 670, The Score. There's Packers on Sunday, a 325 game. You know the Bears were 3-14 and 14 last year. The Pack with Aaron Rodgers, 8-9, and nine, and that caveat is necessary when you're talking about anything you want to carry over from the Packers. However, there is some carryover that gives me concerns regarding this game, and that is that the Packers do have a pretty good offensive line. Last year, they were fifth uh, in pass blocking, eighth in run blocking, and they do have their key guys back on that offensive line. And we know how bad the Bears' defense was last year, and you hope that they have guys that can break on through, unlike last year. And I didn't even you know mention the you know Zach Pickens and Javon Dexter. Talked about Yannick Ngakwe and Demarcus Walker and Rasheem Green and maybe Dominique Robinson, but they're going to need those rookies to show up at some point in time, maybe not make a huge splash right away, but look, second and third round picks, they will be expected to produce for sure for the Bears. So that's one thing. Obviously, you have Christian Watson there, Romeo Dobbs as well, a rookie, Jaden Reed, who apparently they're pretty high on right now, are the Bears. And then they've got those two stalwart running backs, and Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, and the Bears were no good at stopping the run last year. I don't have to tell you anything about that. Now, here is on, on the good side. Guess who else didn't stop the run last year? The Green Bay Packers. They were not good at stopping the run last year. They were 31st in that regard last year with the Green Bay Packers in stopping the run. So, hmm, game plan, Chicago Bears? Game plan? Here comes Khalil Herbert. Here comes Dante Foreman. Here comes Roshan Johnson. Hell, give Travis Homer a, a run or two, you know? Jet sweep, maybe. Packers defense in general was 20th last year. It's a defense that everybody expects to be good every year because there's a lot of individual talent, like a lot of a ton of first-round picks on their team. And they do have Lucas Van Ness. I haven't really heard much about him in the preseason, but Lucas Van Ness is there. But you, know, you hope that what you hope – as far as Green Bay is concerned, and their defense, if we're just talking about that, is they don't that their talent is not realized because that talent, like I said, exists. I'll be on all week talking about the Bears. Tomorrow I will be off because tomorrow's Pearl Jam. Yes, tomorrow's Pearl Jam. I will be there. But then I'll be back at House Hall on Wednesday reporting right here on the score. For my guy, Leo Stoddard, did a great job producing this here show. Thanks for all the calls and the texts. Follow me on Twitter, at Mark Grody Sports. We could hang out on Instagram. We could hang out on Facebook. And guess what's next? Pat's call to the hall. Pat Hughes 
get to hear his Hall of Fame speech and some of the buildup to it. I know Zach Zayman and Ron Coomer, they will talk to you about the, the great career, which ain't stopping anytime soon for the great Pat Hughes. I'm Mark Grody. Have a great rest of your holiday today on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score. Bear down. Yeah. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.